Today I want to talk about the number one motivation killer for cyclists. Let's cue that intro! The big question is this, how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. Thanks for joining me, Roadman. I hope you're all keeping well, getting some training in, getting those winter vibes. I love winter training and it kind of cracks me a little bit when anyone says they don't like winter training because essentially if you don't like winter training, you just don't like riding your bike because all we do is ride our bike with no focus on racing and it's just such a nice stress-free time of year to build fitness and linking into that I talked to a bunch of my clients in the last week and I was just trying to figure out what causes some people to be unmotivated what's the number one cause of lack of motivation and one thing just popped up and that's what I want to talk about today really briefly and give you the solutions for this problem Before I dive into that, just two of the public service announcements. Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash Anthony underscore Walsh. That's the beer funds. That's what supports the podcast. If you can afford it, if you're in a decent financial position and you can afford to buy me a beer once a month and you're getting some value out of the podcast, please head on over there because that is super important for the longevity of this podcast. Secondly, there's two spots left on the Girona training camp. That's roadmancycling.com forward slash Girona. Flights are balls cheap from anywhere in the world into Girona at the moment. That's a little perk of the pandemic for you. So we are heading out from the 17th to the 22nd of October and I've just been planning out the routes today and I absolutely can't wait to get cracking. Right, let's dive into this one because I think if you can crack this, you basically have a lot of your motivation problems fixed for the winter. And I know we've all struggled with motivation from time to time, but the primary reason that I've found that athletes are struggling with motivation, it's uncertainty. And there's a large opportunity cost to every single session that we do. And by opportunity cost, I mean the cost of what you could have been doing if you decided not to go on the bike that day. So you could have hung out with friends, you could have worked later, you could have taken up a different hobby or pastime. So we find ourselves making a time investment to train. But when we're unsure if that time investment is actually moving our fitness forward and towards our goals... That kills motivation like nothing else. And when our client said that to me today, I actually talked back and I thought, this actually used to happen to me. Because back in the day when I was starting out cycling and I was super keen to try and get that world tour contract, you know, I had my bike coach, but I had coaches coming at me from every angle because this is what you need to be successful in cycling. I had a bike coach. I had a coach in the gym for strength and conditioning. I was working with a nutritionist. I was working with a sports psychologist. And I didn't know what biohacking was at the time, but I was getting advice from people with some of these type strategies. And it was very early days of me trying to piece this together. But this sort of mix match of coaches was absolutely horrible and miserable because each coach had their own agenda and they were all pulling in their own direction. Each one was completely unaware what the other coach was doing. For example, I'd have a strength and conditioning session and this would leave me so miserably tired that on my sprint session the next morning or later on that afternoon, I wouldn't be able to hit any of the numbers. 
none of my coaches paid any attention to my stress in other areas of my life, like approaching college exams, home stresses, relationship stresses. I was never sure if the session that I was doing was moving me forward or if it was making me weaker. And as a result, my motivation slumped. And that's really the crux of why I'm still in coaching and why I'm taking all this time to put together the Roadman Blueprint, which I'm hoping will be out October 15th. I don't want to pin that date to the mast in case I miss it, but it's going to be give or take a few days either side of that. Uh, the road, long-awaited Roadman Blueprint will be finally out. But I'm getting this stuff and I'm putting this time in because I really care. Like, honestly, I could just be back fucking working in law and I'm putting out podcasts for zero cash except the good people buying me a beer over on patreon but i'm doing this because i genuinely care about your progress and i care about your growth and i've seen the transformative power of cycling on people on their physical health and their mental health and their fitness and how it just touches every other area of your life and that's why i'm fucking obsessed about building this framework and getting this infrastructure for you guys to succeed because you really don't have to struggle not knowing if each session is moving the dial forward anymore, those days are gone. So here are the steps that you need to follow. So it's a five-step process. First out, you need to assess where you're at. So when any athlete comes in the door, I treat them similar to the way a GPS treats you when you get into your car. Your GPS needs to know two things, where you're at and where you're going. For us in the cycling world, where you're at, it's an honest appraisal of your current fitness levels. So I need to break down the raw numbers. I need to take the emotion and the judgment out of it. Your starting point is your starting point. Like I've been coaching athletes through the years and I've seen it all. I've seen guys and girls who literally struggle to turn the pedals in their initial assessment. That starting point is unique to them and they've gone on to achieve great things. It's the first step in your journey. So step one, assess where you're at. Step two, sticking with that GPS analogy. The second crucial piece of information is where are we going? What's the destination? Are we looking to complete our first sportif? Are we looking to win the CAF 4 Crit Nationals? Are we looking to secure a professional contract? Or are we looking to just be able to feel good in our kit and go riding with our friends? These are all equally valid goals. Third step, we need to build a plan which is built around family, work, social life. Everyone's circumstances are completely different. Some people work 9am to 5pm, others are shift workers, some are single parents, while some are carers. We wear so many different hats and these demands are never static. You could have a predictable schedule for weeks on end, but then you enter a busy period with work or family. So so, you need to have a training plan that takes account of all this. It needs to be unique. It needs to be personalized off that starting point that we talked about. And it needs to be designed to navigate around those unique circumstances. And then it'll ultimately bring you to your goal. But this plan, it needs to balance cortisol levels. As an excess of cortisol levels is going to lead to burnout and it's going to lead to a deficit and no progress. So when I'm talking about building a plan around family, work, life, social commitments, I'm not just talking about a training plan. A training plan has three elements to it. It's three prongs, and this is for a long time what I was missing. So if you're only doing on-the-bike training at the moment, I hate to break to you, you have fucking no chance of success. Zero. You might stumble upon the odd result, but it's not going to be replicatable, and you're definitely not doing everything you can to move yourself forward. Because training needs to have three prongs. On the bike training, strength and conditioning training, and nutrition. 
If you don't have all of those working in tandem, you're wasting your time. So fourth step. So right to recap, our first step, where we are. Step two, where we're going. Step three, build a plan around work and family commitments. And that plan includes S&C, nutrition, and the bike training. The fourth step, and this one is just so key, if unless you're a pro bike rider, this one is so key. And even, you know, obviously you guys know with the podcast, I get to chat with world tour riders all the time. and have some whopper guests coming up in the next week or two. But this is so key even for them at times with travel. This is reducing cortisol. Training, work, family, these all add to cortisol. If we don't, cortisol is the stress hormone in case you don't know. But if we don't have strategies in place to reduce cortisol as well as add to cortisol, we're doomed to fail. So reducing cortisol, this is how we're able to balance work, family and social commitments and still smash it out of the park on the bike. Stress reduction through these biohacks, this is the key to having it all. So these biohacks need to be integrated in sort of a graded manner. I've referenced this book loads of times. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. And I believe the author is Daniel Keenan. He won the Nobel uh, Memorial Prize a few years back. When you're learning to drive, that's difficult. It's the deliberate, it needs intention. That's the type one type decision pathway. And you know when it's so automated at the start and it feels awkward. But after a while, when that habit becomes automated... That's easy to do. You can do it with your eyes closed then. We can all drive and text and listen to the radio and, you know, swig a beer and look out the window and do smoke a cigarette and, you know, roll a doobie all at the same time. You can do multiple things because we've changed that pathway from deliberate type one to a difficult action to automate and that's a type two and then it's just automate and we don't have to think about it anymore so this is what needs to happen with your biohacks biohacks are as complicated as you want them to be and people get so overwhelmed so what you need to do with the biohacks is introduce them in a graded adaptive manner introduce them little by little they'll feel super awkward at the start but after a few weeks, they'll be automatic and they'll perform unconsciously. And at this point, we now add the next tweak. We change habits slowly, but stress reduction strategies are key. And then the fifth step, it's accountability. Um, because success is never a straight line. If it was a straight line, every single person that joined the gym would be ripped. We know that's not true. Every single person who started a diet would be skinny. Every single person who read a book or went to a seminar would be smarter. But they're not. They're still dumb as fuck. This isn't the reality. We hit bumps along the way. You might crash. You might get sick. You might have a project thrown at you in work. What defines our success is moving forward in spite of these bumps. And having an accountability partner, a coach in your corner, works super well for all that. So that's it, Roman. There's five steps to this game. And if you're not doing these five steps, you're leaving gains on the table. So it's step one, assessing where you're at. Step two, where are we going? Step three, build that plan, the training plan around family, work, life. And that's bike, nutrition, S&C. Step four, it's reduction of cortisol. Step five, it's the accountability and have someone in your corner. Have you ever seen that accountability pyramid? It's really cool. It's like the level of success you can get when you're accountable to yourself and it's kind of bottom of the pyramid. Level of success you can have when you're accountable to like a peer or a friend, it's someone else. Level of success you can have when you're accountable to a professional, it's much higher. It's the highest level you can get. That's what I'm trying to do with the Roadman Blueprint and I know I've been dragging the heels on this but that's why 
I want it to be perfect. I want it to be right. And it's the first product I've brought out since the eight-week challenge, which is almost two years ago. And we're not a company that brings out product after product after product. The Roman Blueprint, you know, that might be my mic drop in coaching. That might be it. Because I, this is everything I wish I ever had when I was cycling. So it could be Roadman Blueprint is the last product you ever see me bringing out. Because this isn't about, you know, redefining and bringing out 10,000 new products. We've an eight-week challenge to get people finding their feet and really experiencing what coaching is. And then we've the Blueprint. So that's it. I started out and I wanted to create what I called the Roadman Journey. And for me, this is the Roadman Journey. It's the 14-day challenge, it's the eight-week challenge, and then it's the Roadman Blueprint. So I feel like this could be the Roadman Journey complete. I'm working my balls off at the moment on it, and I'm going to work real hard to get it to you guys for October 15th. Roadman those steps, they're gold. Go back, listen to this podcast again, write it down because that's the steps you need for success. It took me a decade in the coaching business to figure that out, to figure out those steps. And honestly, they are gold. Get them tattooed on your forehead and look in the mirror every day. Roadman, I love you. You're beautiful. Ride safe. Chat to you tomorrow. Okay, stop what you're doing. It's Anthony again. I want to talk to you for one second about the next step in the Roadman journey. I'm laying down a challenge for you. It's called the eight week challenge. So for eight weeks, I'm challenging you to be the very best version of yourself, whatever that is. For eight weeks, I wanna take you under my wing and I wanna personally build for you a customized training plan on our analytics platform. This plan is gonna be laser focused on your goal and I'm gonna navigate around your life, your work, your social commitments. So don't worry about what your circumstances are right now. I remember after I took some time out of cycling and I went off and thought I was Billy Big Businessman, I came back and I realised I wanted to get into cycling, but I knew after a bit, the training alone, it actually wasn't making me any fitter. I needed an entire system, it needed a 360 overhaul. So for the first time ever, I want to share with you this exact system I used to get back in shape. I'm talking stuff like, I'm going to give you my morning routines, the cold therapy I use, the cookbooks and recipes I used, and even the motivational audios I listen to to get back on track. So right now, what I want you to do is pause this audio, go to www.roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week, or check out the link in the bio, click that. So one more time, it's roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week. Chat to you all soon.